I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, lead analyst of Free Dockets on YouTube. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, hitting the back-to-back pods. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm still trying to just soak in the win from, gosh, what's this podcast? This podcast is coming on Wednesday. Monday Monday. night. Yeah, Monday night. I mean, the conversations I had today about it, people are like, man, saw the saw the box score, the texts from people, um, the response to the podcast yesterday. I mean, y'all killed it. Listen to the podcast; it was insane. Uh, we had a crazy number as far as downloads. Yeah, it was on our yesterday's pod. most downloaded day since July eighth, which is yeah, wild. which is yeah, a nuts, a nuts amount of. Uh, People is a nuts amount of people. That's a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, crazy game. They had practice today. I didn't get to make it to practice today, but I heard Luca was wearing Puma. Oh, at practice. And now I'm just saying we threw out we threw threw out Puma a while back. Was saying just watch out for them. They got because they have their they have their man inside. They have their inside man, Sham God. Let's just say he's had two shoes on his feet recently, and they both have inside men inside the organization with Seth Curry, God Sham God. Do you, th- you know they're making their pitches. Do you think that either of them get bonuses if Luka goes to either one? Do you think Puma's like, hey, Sham, Ooh. Sham, we'll give you a bonus, like 15% bonus on your deal if you can get Luka. Seth, That's we'll crazy. Get- you, you th- I mean, I don't know. Are they allowed to do that? It's not the NCAA. Gosh. Free market, baby. <laughs> I mean, God Sham God's pretty uh, tight with Puma people. He's got his own shoe with him. Uh, I actually like the look of Pumas better than Under Armour. I'm just not a big Under Armour guy at all. Uh, but I'm typically normally all Nike. My wife and I both have roots with Nike, and we both used to work for Nike. It's all this stuff. Uh, I do own a decent amount of Jordans and stuff. I love Nike, so I hope Luca goes with Nike, but... There's obviously some stuff that's not working out right now with that if uh, since the deal's not there. But, I mean, God Sham God has, literally has his own shoe with Puma. So, yeah, I mean, you look at a brand like Puma that, I mean, literally just said the fa- face of the uh, brand was Kyle Kuzma. Uh, I'm pretty confident that Luka Doncic could take over the face of the brand from Kyle Kuzma. Who has more uh, Instagram followers, Isaac? No, stop it. <laughs> Probably JaVel McGee. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, I, I could understand that. I could see that. And um, I like the way Pumas actually look on the floor uh, compared to some of the other ones. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the whole thing with Nike that you read between the lines of it, of what is what is Luca's asking point right now? What is he asking for? Is he wanting a signature shoe? Is he wanting you know right now? Because can we get nerdy about shoes for just for a second? We're there already. Okay. Well, 
so like Nike doesn't hand out signature shoes that often. There's a difference between having a signature shoe and a PE with Nike to where a ton of athletes have PEs to where you have like Dirk Nowitzki who was with Nike forever, but he would have the hyper dunks, but they would be PEs and where you'd have Dirk's logo on the tongue of them. When you have these, um, I don't want to say use generic because they're still nice shoes, but when you have Nike shoes that have an individual logo on the shoe somewhere, that's a PE. But then you have actual signature athletes to where they have their own shoe. And there's only been a handful of them. Nike, like I said, Nike does not hand those things out lightly. You had Kobe, you had LeBron, you had um, Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, you had Paul George, and the recently one, and you obviously had Kobe. Did I mention Kobe? Did I mention Kobe? Anyway, Kobe, obviously before he retired and still does. <clears throat> but the most recent one they handed out was Giannis, you know, and that was a huge deal when they launched the Giannis, you know, the Greek freak one, it's a big deal. So there's, there's only a, a select few people who get the signature shoe, um, from Nike, but it's, you normally have to be in the league a little bit. And I, I wonder if that is a holding point. I don't know. I wonder if that is something that Luca and his camp is saying, hey, we want to stay with Nike. We love Nike, but we want the signature shoe. We want the Luka Doncic one. And, man, talk about the buzz from that. Like, I would, we would be so excited. We'd be talking about that on a pod all the time, what the, his shoe would look like. But Giannis had to win an MVP. I mean, Giannis won an MVP and stuff before – he got that signature shoe. Kyrie Irving is some of these guys. I think the only argument you can make is Paul George. You're like, all right, you made him a signature athlete. But anyway, you wonder what the asking price for Luka is. Nike's obviously not meeting that or whatever it is because there's no deal. I mean, he, he could sign a deal right now with the company, and he's trying out Under Armour. He wore Pumas in practice today. So it could come down to somebody like a Puma or Under Armour saying, man, name your price. We'll match it. We'll put the money on the table. We'll give you the signature shoe and we'll do all that. And that's where it gets weird because I can't see Luca wearing Under Armour off the court. What, what are you going to wear at that point? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you going to wear? Like shoe wise or? No, I, I'm just saying like when he walks, he walks into a lot of these games sometimes wearing Air Max or, you know, he might be wearing a, a retro Jordan or something like that. You sign with Under Armour or Puma a lot of the times, unless you have a special clause in that contract, a lot of times you can't wear those stuff off the court. You're not mm-hmm. going to be the face of Puma wearing, you know, Jordan 12s into a game and it's just not going to happen. So you wonder what that looks like and yeah. I've always, I've just said, watch out for Puma in this race. But ultimately, I still hope that Nike pulls away with it at some point. Nike, wise up on this one. Yeah. Luke is the next star. It's not like you don't have the money, guys, over there. Exactly. I think they're about to land a deal with with PJ Tucker, too. I'm like, come on. Well, he's the shoe king, right? He is. He is. Yeah. We got to get him on the maps somehow. (laughs) Somehow, before he turns 37. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, on the podcast, it's kind of going to be a mixed bag today. We're going to preview the Warriors game a little bit. Um, the Warriors are actually playing right now as we re- record this, so they're going to be on the second night of a back-to-back. But we'll preview that game just a little bit, and then we want to talk some about just this Mavericks team in general, how we're feeling. The Mavericks, I mean, this is a very odd you know, Western Conference playoff race right now. The Lakers and Rockets are number one right now. Then you have that next tier, which is Denver and the Clippers, as far as record-wise tiers anyway. Uh, and then you have the the Mavericks in Utah, both at eight and five. Phoenix is right about there at seven and uh, seven and five. Minnesota is eight and six. And then there's a drop off of two games 
to Sacramento, who are five and seven. Then it's Memphis, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, San Antonio is all the way down there. Portland is all the way down there, five and ten now. Golden State is uh, two and twelve as we record this. They're gonna probably win this game. Oh, they did win this game. So they're, yeah, they're two and twelve, three and twelve, I guess. But yeah, so that that's kind of it, there's. It seems like there's a big break between the playoff teams and the non-playoff teams, and Phoenix and Minnesota are hanging in there, which is wild. As far as yeah. I'm concerned. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, especially you look at the top of the West, you know, barring injuries, it, it, you know, it looks like the Lakers and Rockets and, you know, Nuggets and Clippers, they seem, you know, locks. They they should be there somewhere in some order, top four, top five of the conference. And then, yeah, I kind of, wh- however you want to put Utah, and if you want to put them in that top group, you want to put them in the same group as Dallas, but um it's crazy because when you look at Portland and San Antonio, I mean, at some point you dig a hole you can't climb out of, and you wonder how long this is going to last. I mean, Portland signed Carmelo, so they'll probably start their climb back up the standings <coughs> um, because, yeah, Melo's just awesome. <laughs> he had a very Shout- interesting debut. He was definitely he – was, he's definitely still mellow. If y'all, if y'all wanted – Dallas to sign Carmelo. Can you tweet at us and let us know? I'd, I'd love to. Hear. Hey, 10 points, four boards. Guess how many assists? Two. Zero. <laughs> 24 Damn. minutes. I was trying to give him credit. Four of 14 from the field. Four of 14. Yeah, four, okay. 14 shots, no free throws. He hasn't played in a five, whole year. And five he went turnovers. <coughs> yeah, how many minutes and did you say he played, foul- though? He almost fouled out. <laughs> How many play, how many minutes you say he played? Almost twenty four. Okay, come on. Like I know Carmelo's a really gifted scorer, and he's a Hall of Famer, but he hasn't played in a whole year. And you give him twenty four minutes and fourteen shots. That's I a, mean, he's definitely taking those shots. He's in the game. He's backing somebody down, and he's waiting for them. And to, you started him. him. I mean, come on. Like I mean, the, the team is really should have eased him. Really hurt right now. I mean, it. They don't have a lot. I mean, coming off the bench, they had Nas Little, Kent Bazemore, Scalabca, Mario Hazonia, and Gary Trent got some minutes. I mean, it's not a real good. It's not really mm. looking good. So you're saying they need like a, a wing shooter off the bench who could, you know, do some spot that's good at spot up shooting that could, you know, handle the load off the bench. You know, who's playing well has a good net rating off maybe, the bench. Maybe and- who's maybe whose dad played in the NBA. Wow. I wonder how much money Kent Bazemore makes. <laughs> he probably makes about this. I think he's like 18, right? So, all right, coming up, let's get into the Mavs versus Warriors game tonight, and then we will – oh, how can we forget? You want to go ahead and talk about them? No. Coming up, we are going to get into these city jerseys because they are here and they are fabulous. But before we do, <laughs> Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. I say this over and over again. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. Visit audible.com slash locked on NBA. And if you can't go to Audible right now, you can click the link in this the description of this podcast. Go to lockedonpodcast.com slash offers. Again, audible.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Isaac. The city jerseys have been officially released. No more speculating. We know what they look like. We don't know what the court looks like right now, though. That is something we, we don't really know yet. We, we have, we've seen leaks of the court, but we don't have an official viewing of the court. But 
What are we, what are we thinking of, of the, the jerseys now? You don't have to speculate anymore, Isaac. We've seen them for real. You can give your full, honest opinion. Mark uh, Cuban's not false. listening. Maybe he is. Hi, Mark. Um, I can't give my full, full, honest opinion on this podcast. I mean, come on. Why? But, Why? The people <laughs> demand to know. Okay. Well, I think there's a there's a professional way of going about this of saying they're just not my style. Let's just yeah, they're they're not what I go for in jerseys. I've said this before. I think it really does appeal for the younger generation. I think kids will love this. Uh, jersey design I think kids will love the color scheme and the hats and stuff that go with it Uh, I just think kids will eat this up and they'll love it and they'll buy it and parents will buy it for the kids Um, what I look for and want in jerseys what I think looks good in jerseys this just isn't my style and obviously you can disagree with that I, I don't care like we all have different things that we like and dislike and you know I I will say, I saw it when they officially launched today. I tweeted out some of the, the pictures that went out with the press release, and then and then I I, uh, I tweeted out picture uh, one tweet with all three of the past city jerseys, mm-hmm. and I feel safe to say checking most of my notifications today and all the quote tweets that the fan reaction was not on the positive side. <laughs> um, I, that's really I really feel safe saying that, and. But yeah, do you, do we want to get into some of the background behind it? Because I, I was going to talk about kind of how, how there is one cool, really cool aspect of the launch party. Dallas is hosting a launch party to launch the New Jerseys and all of this stuff. And I'm just going to read a little bit about that. If that's all right, reading on a podcast, this is the best, right? Hey, go ahead. All we all we are doing on a podcast, anyway, is reading our thoughts. So you're just reading somebody else's thoughts. Okay, so <laughs> art plus basketball presented by Dr. Pepper and Budweiser will be a Dallas oh, Mavericks oh, oh, event. Oh, is it? Is it presented by Dr. Pepper and Budweiser? The art is, is presented by them? Oh, man. Artists from all across the Metroplex will come together to showcase unique pieces of art inspired by the city jersey, the city of Dallas, and the Mavs basketball. The gallery will feature all forms of art, including t- 2D images, 3D sculptures, installations, digital and interactive immersive works, and more. I do really like this, and I love how the Mavericks and the designing of this jersey and everything, um, there's more information. I know you can go online and look at some of this, but they partner with this Dallas native, this Tex Moton, uh, if I said that right, but he's a, quote, graffiti revolutionist and co-founder of the Infinite Crew, I see. Um, yeah, pretty much they partner with this guy. I like the city roots of it. I know I know. we've talked briefly about the deep LM tie. If you're not from Dallas, never been here before, it's just a, a part of Dallas. It's kind of hard to explain without going there, but there is a lot of graffiti and stuff there. I get what they're actually they're going for and the ties to the city. Um, <clears throat> it's just not my style. And the color scheme is not my my style with that stuff. The graffiti, Mavs are not. I, I'm not a fan of the uh, the Nets city jerseys that have the graffiti on it i'm not a big fan of that those jerseys either it's just graffiti's on jer- uh, graffiti on jerseys uh it just looks a little different for me but yeah i, I just think the younger generation will absolutely love it yeah and we'll see like mark cuban keeps saying hey if they sell they sell yeah the court now yeah what you said with the court you know they did officially say that there is a court we they haven't 
released the official launch or the official images of the court. So there's enough leaks talk. out there. You can guess what it's going to look like. <laughs> um, but man, it's coming quick. I mean, the, that was the talk of maps Twitter today where these jerseys and stuff. I get that. Uh, but I mean, they're going to be debut next Tuesday. So we're talking, you're listening to this, uh, on a Wednesday. Wednesday. I mean, less than a week, you're going to see, uh, this Jersey. You're going to see this, <laughs> this court, uh, when they host the Clippers a couple of days before Thanksgiving at home, and uh, that's gonna be wild. I, I'm I'm more anxious for the court than the jerseys because I just want to see what that court looks like uh, in the AAC, and just you know, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be fun, at least. And if you want, <laughs> I guess that did you see a lot of national people just taking their shots at the jersey today? Not really. Twitter? I didn't. I didn't see a lot. There was definitely some, but. I didn't see a ton. I saw some for sure. I saw some jokes. I saw Mina Kimes tweet. I saw uh, guys from the starters or whatever the new names are now. No dunks. Um, no dunks, yeah. Um, I saw a, a handful of accounts talking about it. But they're also wearing them in that Lakers game in Staples uh, on the first. Just go sabotage them. You might that should be fun. <laughs> That's going to look that awful. That should be fun. But- with the yellow... <laughs> That's gonna look so bad next to the like some. Imagine the, the bright shoes that the players are gonna wear with these because you know that's the thing now. Obviously, is to wear yeah. bright colored <laughs> shoes that kind of stand out that don't really match. Can Curry so, wear those orange shoes again that he was wearing? Oh, you know he's going to like. Oh. I mean, Luca wearing something and talking about colors clashing and. Okay, answer this. Did you see any player from the Mavericks put these jerseys on their Instagram or Twitter today? Or like quote tweet, put any post anything about how the fire emoji, how they look good. Did any of the players? It's a good question. Else? Let me check. Let me give a quick check at Instagram real quick and see if anybody. So this is just something I was wondering today because I feel like some players, if they do really like the jerseys, they would, you know like promote them some or whatever. But it's just a different style. If what you're going for in a city Jersey is to get people to talk about your Jersey for you to have a strong opinion about it. And I don't know, to go against the grain and be different then it definitely did that. And they're definitely different than the statement jerseys. That is for sure. You can't complain that the yes. maps don't do anything different and then complain about these. Cause this is definitely it's like, there's two different types of people in your life. There are people who like the city jerseys. There are people who like the statement jerseys uh, because they appeal to totally two different crowds i think but you're gonna see them a lot just like last year's city jerseys i mean they're they're gonna be in 22 games uh yeah 22 games moving forward that you're gonna see these jerseys so uh there's a lot of stuff that went behind the jersey a lot of city ties to it and i respect that i like that a lot there's actually one aspect of the jersey i do really like and it's on the um gosh I should have had this pulled up. It's on the tag of the jersey that I think is really cool. But it says something about um, deep in the heart or something. Yeah, I don't want to sit here and go through it and it just be silent on a podcast. But the tag of the jersey looks really cool. I like the skyline uh, near the patch. I like that part of the jersey. Um, the number being a different font than the actual like Mavs. I think yeah, I... Okay do, you, okay, do you have a bigger issue... Well, we're, one, do you like them? We haven't even heard your opinion, Nick. Well, I like them. They don't look good, but I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in. <laughs> hey, 
These are, just like I said, the statement jerseys are so boring, you can't tell them from the practice jerseys or the summer league jerseys. This is different. And this is just so wild and so weird that I'm I'm for them. Might as well. They don't look good. There's there's no getting around that. I'm, I'm I'm with it. The graffiti font, the weird gradient that's kind of okay, and then the 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 gradient with the neon green is just it just pops so much that oh, don't you call it neon green because the green is called action green and the new addition is the Coastal blue. Get the color names right, Nick. Action green. Okay. Let's go. Action Coastal green. Blue. All right, coming up, let's preview the Warriors game since we spent that whole segment talking about these jerseys. Oh, hey, they're man. a big deal. They're a big deal. They're a big deal for sure. Isaac, have you been to my bookie recently? Ooh, not recently. Not for a couple weeks. You can go to my bookie right now, and you can bet on all kinds of things. I'm sure you can bet on this Warriors game if you want to look that up for me on my bookie. You can go ahead and, and check out mybookie.ag. You can go check on the odds right now for that game. Also, during Thanksgiving week, my bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congrats to you as well. My bookie will give your money back. It's a no-brainer. You literally cannot lose because you don't lose your money. You just get money if you win, and that's it. So go bet on that Bears Lions game for Thanksgiving. My bookie, uh, and you can also log into the mybookie.ag. Make your first deposit with the promo code LockedOnNBA, and my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar. So you can go make that bet and. Yeah, man, that's a that's a free bet. Why would you not do that? Oh, the stakes are off. The there's no there's no betting lines or odds for the Warriors Mavericks game. So you can't bet on that game. Apparently, they're not taking anything on it. But you can bet on a whole bunch of other stuff. Go to mybookie.ag promo code locked on NBA. All right, Isaac. So we mentioned the Warriors game is tonight, and man, they are beat up right now. Uh, but they have some scrappy players. Uh, Eric Paschal's had some pretty good games. Alec Burks tonight had 29 points. Uh, Glenn Robinson had 20 points. Eric Paschal, 17 points in this game. He's been playing pretty good. Draymond Green almost had a triple-double this game. It's funny when a guy has a triple-double. It's like the Jason Kidd triple-double, and he just doesn't get enough points. <laughs> it's like a Rondo triple-double, I guess. Um, but, man, this team is is real beat up. They're, they're running just about nine players deep, and that's all the players that they have right now. Um, Mavs playing at home. Warriors on a second night of a back-to-back with a real beat-up team. I don't know if D'Angelo Russell's going to play. I think D'Angelo Russell's still out because it was out. he was going to be yeah. out for a couple weeks. So we're not going to see him. Uh, man, this is just such a different feel than last year's Warriors team. Yeah, gosh, that that's an understatement <laughs> when talking about the Warriors because – Right now they're running Draymond Green as their point guard, uh, which is fun with Steph out, Daniel Russell out. Draymond Green is running point for them. Uh, this was their starters against the Grizzlies. Alec Burks, Willie Cauley-Stein, Glenn Robinson III, Eric Paschal, and Draymond Green. Um, yeah, I don't. I think the smallest guy in that lineup is... What six, probably Alec Burks, who's six five, six six, maybe. So yeah, six six. Uh, I'm curious on what Dallas does with this. I I know you're looking at it saying they hey, this Warriors team sucks. I wonder if Carlisle will 
stick with a lineup like Seth Curry and put Seth Curry on like Alec Burks, or will he go like extra big and say, hey, we'll do, you know, Luca is obviously the point guard, and then we'll do Dorian and like a Tim Hardaway or Justin Jackson or something like that uh, to match the size that Golden State has. I don't know. I think he'll stay with the consistency part of it, but I really like uh, Eric Paschal, and I liked him at Villanova. I think it's cool seeing uh, him. You know, this will be a, a special game for him and Brunson playing against each other. Uh, that's cool because they were on that title team together. <coughs> um, I also Spellman. think it's a bigger Spellman on this team too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Spellman on the teams. Yeah, two of those Villanova guys uh, with with Brunson and stuff. So it'll be a cool reunion for them, but. I think this is a, a another bigger draft question, not a question, but I like pointing this out because I typically lean towards the older guys in draft instead of it's not just all about potential. And you have two guys like Eric Paschal, who is 23 years old right now. You have Brandon Clark, who was an older guy coming into the draft. And every single draft you see, even Jalen Brunson year before, every single draft you see these these debates and these conversations take place of, all right, well, this guy's older, so you got to drop him down a few spots. And Mikael Bridges, like, and these 19 year olds have the intrigue. They're like, oh, okay, well, man, they can develop. You have them longer, all this stuff. But then you let these guys like the Eric Pascals of the world, the Brandon Clarks of the world slip, and now they're killing it in their rookie seasons and they're doing really, really well. And teams just overthink it sometimes. And, that part is it's kind of funny because you can swing for a 19-year-old and the dude never amounts to anything when you could have had a 22-year-old but it's looked like it's looked at as a negative. Yeah, I just think that the draft overall is such a crapshoot. You just don't really know what you're getting. There's been older guys that have come out too that haven't been good. I mean, for sure. You get you can look and it's probably about a 50% hit rate with both sides, right? <laughs> I just don't like whether it, he's going to be always used as a negative the age. Yeah, I I think it's just you get a player for less time, probably, um, because if you're gonna take, if you're gonna have them for the entirety of their career, but that really shouldn't be a problem because how many players are playing their entire career with one team? Like very, very few. <laughs> very how many few. players make it to year eight or nine? I mean, it's true. The average NBA career is like four or five years, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing with this Warriors team, and they're gonna have that big question coming up. They're gonna have a pretty high draft pick. They're the worst record in the league right now, even after winning last night. Um, and they're gonna. I think I don't. I think they have their pick, and I don't think it has any. I think I don't no. think it's going anywhere. So I think it's unprotected. So, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a big question as what they're gonna do and what kind of player they're gonna pursue because they are, they can be a win now team if they're all healthy with, with Curry and yeah. Clay and Draymond and you know. Man, Kevon Looney still is out for this team. Like they have so many injuries, so many. Injuries. I mean, they can legitimately. I mean, this can legitimately be a Spurs situation if they come in next season and they're fully, fully healthy. They're right there on the same level of a Jazz team or a Denver team or a Houston team. They're right there with those guys. And they don't need him to be. They don't need the, this draft pick to be Tim Duncan. I've seen a lot of people say that, like, "Oh, this draft doesn't have a Tim Duncan in it." Well, they don't need that. They already have Curry. They already have Clay. They just need those guys to come back and be healthy. Then they need some other, you know, piece to add to those guys, and they could get a number one overall pick and not start him. I mean, that's that could, I mean, very well be well, a that's case. Gonna, that's going to happen with the Suns when Aiden comes back because Aaron Baines is wrecking shop. <laughs> oh, I thought they took Luca. I forgot Aiden was. Oh, Igor, uh, poor Igor. He knew. 
He knew. Can no you imagine else. for a second? Imagine Luca and Booker. Wow, that'd be interesting. How would that even like be right now? I mean, he'd just be feeding him and feeding him all the time. Yeah. You think the Kings would have already traded De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, that'd be a weird question too. That'd be like the Dennis thing all over again for them. Yeah. Except De'Aaron's better. Yeah, for sure. So I wonder. Who I do you think? If... Who do you think Draymond guards in the starting lineup? Let's say it stays the same, and maybe it's Powell, maybe it's uh, Maxi. But who do you think Draymond guards in the starters? Oh gosh, um, I don't think. I think he'll. Yeah, I think it'll be something like Dorian. Because I, I think they'll just the ball will have to be in his hands running the offense so much. I don't think they're going to want to put him on somebody like Luca or KP or something like that. They'll put Kali Stein on KP probably. They'll put, and then yeah, have your fun. Probably Pascal or they have some Alec problems, Burks. man. <laughs> they have problems. Okay, let's put an over under on. I think how much the Mavs win by. Oh come on, let's not do this because you know these games. As soon as we start gloating about these games, then. This is a trap game, and they lose. And then everyone blames us. Yeah. You guys are talking. You guys are talking like this is a definite win. This team has one of the worst defensive ratings in the entire history of the NBA. I believe it. Also, I love when people send us DMs about our podcast. I literally got a DM today from a podcast listener. literally says, F you, Isaac. Fun. How do you know that's about the podcast? Come on. Uh, Because this person's wrote me about podcast stuff before so i'm assuming, i don't know probably something i said that person thought that lucas should have drove the ball instead of taking that step back three at the I, end maybe, <laughs> maybe he's mad about my trolling that's definitely what he's mad at what else do you think he'd be mad about one <laughs> of my all-star picks in the west i don't know <laughs> how dare you how dare you pick russell westbrook you picked andrew wiggins as one of your yeah. all-stars <laughs> Oh, man. But on a grand scheme of things, they win this game. This is three games in a row, three games in a row at home. They should win this game. This is they not. They should, yeah. It, this is a take care of business game. All right. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. They lose this game, very high chance you get fire, fiery Isaac, okay? Yeah. Very, very high chance. Day off. I will be. Warriors on yes, a second night of back to back. I will be way more upset about this game than losing to the Knicks. So they should not lose this game. And yeah, this team doesn't even have vets. They have Draymond, and that's it. Is there a chance they even rest Draymond? On a second night of back-to-back? I mean, it could be. He's had his injury yeah. things, too. Yes. Yeah, you probably already know that listening. I mean, we don't need, we don't know that yet. But. So, anyway, Dallas should take care of business. That's what good teams do. The thing is, if they rest Draymond, they have eight players. <laughs> I don't think they can afford to rest Draymond. Okay, that's true. <laughs> That's man. Talk about going from the highest of highs. You know, remember when they, I think from the time that they signed DeMarcus Cousins, I think that was the highest high that they had been, right? Because no yeah. one was hurt. They had signed DeMarcus. It was like, man, this is the highest you guys can get. Well, maybe when DeMarcus first came back, I was like, wow, they're getting DeMarcus Cousins back on this team with Durant and Curry and Clay and Draymond. They were all healthy. The bench was okay. It wasn't the, their greatest. They still had Iguodalas. They all had Livingston. There's all kinds of things going right for them. Kevin Looney was playing well, and then it just went all downhill and then just went all the way down to this, and this is just wild to see. I mean, the ups and the downs in the NBA are so fast now. It's almost like the NFL. In NFL year-to-year, you can be a playoff team and you can be you know the number one seed 
or the, in the, in the yeah. lottery, not lottery. They don't have a lottery in the draft. <laughs> it's wild but how that, fast. You but it's go up and but down. it's crazy. They can be right back at the top really really quick. And if even yeah. if they don't take somebody, if they get let's just say they get to the no more overall pick, and it's like, hey, James Wiseman would be great for them. But what what type of player could you get across the league for number one overall pick and D'Angelo Russell packaged together? Yeah, I mean that's a heck of a deal. Whether you maybe go out maybe and get a, anyone you could probably get yeah. anyone in the league except Luca and Giannis and Kawhi probably probably, probably yeah. not Paul George. But Maybe. I mean, if the Wizards entertain Bradley Bill stuff, if That's Minnesota ever entertain, uh, you know, Carlton Town stuff, All Star Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, if Portland <laughs> would trade Hassan Whiteside, no, if, stop. Now we're trolling. Now we're trolling. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's a real possibility because we talked about the redundancy of having D'Angelo Russell and the whole reason they got him back seemed like they were going to trade him. So maybe they wait a year and get the number one pick or a top two pick even and trade him and the pick for somebody. That's huge. It's like D'Angelo and LaMelo, D'Angelo and James Wiseman. Want a, like a package, what could you get across the league for that? What would you want to go with Steph, Clay, you know, Draymond and them? What, would be what about available? like I mean, what about like a real long scoring wing? Like maybe like close to seven feet, they can like really shoot really well. Um, he's like he, has, he can be pretty good defensively. I can't read your lips because you're behind your mic. <laughs> Let's just go with Kevin Durant. I mean Kevin Durant. They couldn't trade. I know, for so Kevin I was, Durant. So I was joking about. I was that was my joke. You just gave it away. I thought he was going for a different seven footer that scores a lot. Oh, who do you think I was? Oh, Porzingis? I thought that's what you were going for. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was talking about Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like trying to make me read your lips and you're you're behind your microphone. I'm behind my like <laughs> Oh man, that's that's our cue, guys. All what right. A pod. What a pod. We'll be back tomorrow with a post-game pod, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.